The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I? And where are you? Can you imagine I, like, his head I being can't. inside his little no. head? Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But what about the people that are putting their fingers over the license? Keichi Tsuchiya. <laughs> Those cars have such a cute little face, you know? It's like a little like a little salamander or something, you know? I'm riding dirty right now. Fight those traffic tickets with Off the Record. Snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. This is Lane. This is Ali. Ali, would you mind putting your phone down? I'm um, reading the questions that were being asked of me. Sort of allowed. Not I mean, okay. I'll wait. I'm sorry. It's kind of allowed. Uh, there are questions coming, but we're joined by Racing Ali because the only thing I ever underscore. See, the, the only is it underscore. God damn it! Why? I've been trying to get Racing Ali. The the lady that's parked on Racing Ali <laughs> is just sitting there. Yeah, right, dude. First of all, if any of the listeners can get me Racing Ali, there will be a finder's fee. Are you serious? You've tried? Yeah, I've I've sent the lady like two messages. Why don't you just change it to uh, Car Guy Ali or Steering Wheel Collector Ali or? I'm so much more than just a steering wheel. I've never seen you race. I've never seen you race one time. Since I've known you, I haven't known you all that long, I guess. You haven't known me that long. I don't know your origin story as a superhero. I have at least one or two autocrossing participation (laughs) trophies. (laughs) You won practice a few times? I've I've gotten some top time of the day, (laughs) third run in, and then I got immediately beat by anybody. I like that you're racing, Ali. It it definitely adds some, a little bit of firepower to your name. You know, it's like this guy's not messing around. He's racing. Yeah. But I forgot about the underscore. <laughs> yeah, dude. Lane's nemesis. You know how I feel about that. Well, do something about it to freaking talk to real racing alley. Like, real. The, real wait, this is racing alley. It says the fou- the flower of paradise and paradise is spelled wrong. Zero followers, zero <laughs> posts. Zero oh, followers, zero songs. posts. So bad. Dang, they just forgot about it and it's just yeah. sitting there. That's a real bummer. Following dude. one person. Who are they following? I don't know. Probably They're themselves. Racing private, underscore. So I can't see. They're following racing underscore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's uh that's too bad. And you by the way, you hashtagged I did. Uh Lane hashtag racing Holly. <laughs> Why would you do that? Is there something that comes up under there? I'm gonna click it right now. Probably. Oh, three posts. Is it ours? It's all the stuff that you've done. See? No, North Bay Bavarian. Hashtag Racing LA. Yep. Oh, dang. I didn't even see that. They didn't and, even uh, tag me in that photo. And then one that Lane posted. Yeah, oh. see? Racing LA is a hashtag. <laughs> Get it one to talk, guys. <laughs> fewer than 100 posts. <laughs> Underscore, please. Hashtag Has fewer three. than 100. <laughs> hashtag three posts. <laughs> it's not cool. You guys are mean to me. No, not even. We're, we're appreciating everything All you're right, doing. fine. Um, how are you doing, by the way? I'm great. I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing well. Okay. Shared lunch with you, which was awesome. <laughs> well, the fact that I ordered a super burrito and no one told me that it's literally 18 inches long. I mean, that's what a super burrito should be. No. <laughs> a super Maybe burrito it should be a mega burrito. is the same size, give or take, but it has more stuff in it. Did we measure that thing? Because I think it is literally 18 inches long. Is it possible I, to have a super a burrito without fries in it? No, that's a California burrito. That's a California burrito. I'm sorry. Super is just sour cream and guac. Come on. I mean, yeah, this that doesn't really put it (laughs) the justice of this photo. I'll post it. I'll put it on the Patreon. But uh, two large tortillas like next to each other, like big old, like the big. Mm -hmm. uh, What is it? Chipotle tortillas? Where you're like, oh my god, how am I going to finish that? So we split it, and I finished mine barely. That's what a half did. I took about seven bites, and I was like, I need to take a break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, that's what's happening around here. But all leeway is like 110 pounds. Yeah, I'm svelte, like a bird, like a svelte bird. Um, Should we answer some questions? We got a few. Yeah, and some are even uh, for you. Oh dang. That's right. Uh, let's start with Ben Rogan. Use that hashtag, folks. Racing Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> After Ro- you use the hashtag lane hate. Mm-hmm. Ben Rogan says, as an extreme low, I'm sorry, Ollie, 
What? As an extremely successful career man. Oh, wow. Any advice for those of us coming up in the world? Wow, dude. This is a real... Jesus Christ. All right. Teach us, please. Uh... I'll be serious for a second and tell you the probably the most important piece of advice that I, I know, give to I know people, what you're going to say. I bet you don't. <laughs> right place at the right time. Wrong. <laughs> hey, lucky. Be lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better be lucky uh, than good. I would say the number one thing that I've seen keep very, very talented people from becoming very successful is that they get in their own way. Oh, wait. You know what's funny? I thought you were just saying the most important thing is to keep very talented people from being <laughs> That's what I was on to. I was like, like that is damn it, Lane. Dude, that's savage. Yeah. Lane, okay. that's why you're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just keep them <laughs> yeah. down. Keep them down. Keep them down. No, it, it's seriously, it, it's people get in their own way. They mm. psych themselves out. They are, that's, they admit defeat to themselves before they even start. There's just so many, like... We are, I think, as a society, especially here in the United States, way too risk averse. Yeah, but at the same time, we are given the most opportunities to make things happen. Like you can. Yeah, and that's why we have wildly successful people in the United States. The people that are wildly successful are the ones that are highly risk tolerant and they and they don't let their environment, they don't let their situation, they don't let any of that stuff get in their way. It's like that, like, don't let your situation become who you are, right? Like it's just look through your current situation and go through that and say, what, what, where do I need to be or where do I want to be? And anything that comes in your way that you think you can't overcome, just pretend like you, it's the act as if mentality. Sure. It's kind of like a, you know, acting as if you're supposed to be there while you're in, in that, uh, growth period. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. And you, yes, you will have times. I have it all the time. It's like imposter syndrome and you have all of these other weird things as you're going through that kind of mental journey. But the most important thing is that as soon as you get ready to do something, whether it's clean your garage, which I have not done in a long time, or, you know, start a company or whatever. It's just one of those things where as soon as you stop yourself from doing it, kick yourself back into the groove and just go like, don't let you stop yourself, let other things or your environment or whatever get in your way. But focus on your job is to plow through any of these things that slow you. This is an interesting one though, because this is kind of like saying you can do anything to be, you know, to like a, yeah. Um, so it could be like, a lot of people could be like, no, I can do anything. My mom said I could do anything. I'm like, but they didn't, but yeah, you're I'm an not- idiot and you shouldn't, you should just work. You should not do anything because you suck. But you so, need to you be know- pragmatic about that statement, right? Yeah, like yeah. you can do, yes, I can go become a marathon runner, but should I know, yeah. will I waste all of my time getting myself into shape and this and that and yeah, deal yeah. with my knees? Yeah. It's not worth my time. So I'm not even going to try to do it. Yeah. So anyways, so don't ben, try is what you're saying. Ben, Ben, you have no talent. So like, yeah, it's not worth you doing. Just this. act as if Ben, Just, that's what you need to be doing. Well, go back to that original statement, which is uh, keeping really successful people down, down. <laughs> keeping them down, keeping them down. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. my biggest advice. Yeah. Uh, Vlad Hooligan says last week I bought an Alpine E36 M3456 on BAT that I'm planning to bring to Radwood Philly. Rad. Given all of you or us now own an E36, what are some mods I should consider? Ali's the E36 guy. He's Mr. Mod, too. Um, if I were to buy an E36 or get an E36, the first thing I do is put it up in the air, inspect all of the bushings, and then look at the sheet metal behind those bushings. Um, replace any bushing, shock mount, strut mount, whatever that is suspect looks aged or cracked because as soon as those things wear out and you start banging on the sheet metal, E36, E46, some E30s, some E90s have crappy Z3s. They all have crappy sheet metal. So the first thing to do with an E36 especially is just look at all the bushings, all the mounts, make sure they're in good shape and fresh-ish. Then from there, there are all kinds of different tricks depending on how deep you want to go in different areas. But first and foremost is the bushings and the coolant system. Make sure all of that stuff is rock solid. And then you can you can do kind of whatever you want from there. 
even a stocky 36 M3 cooling system is the where I was going. But yeah, making sure that's all fresh. And I imagine most of these cars that are on BAT have some sort of recent history for that. Yeah, for sure. Awesome uh, Van- Vanos though. as well. Was that it's amazing? I love that car. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's great. Alpine, uh, too, which is my favorite color. Slick top? Do you say it's slick top? He didn't mention it, so I'm going to say no. The hmm. other cool thing about a, a four-door E36 M3 is um, the ability to run like really good seats in the front and not sacrifice the backseat space or access to the back seats. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend, um, had an e- E36 M3 four-door five-speed with... Uh, Cobra like racing buckets in the front and then he had his kids like car seats in the back and it worked out great for him. Still okay. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah, thought but, you were going to say the good thing is that they're actually stiffer because that's what everyone Four doors says. are stiffer than two doors on I BMW know. sedans. I know, I know. <laughs> we but, all... uh, but Vlad, we look forward to seeing it in Philly. Thanks for, thanks for bringing it. That'll be awesome. Uh, Lars Brunkhorst. Oh, by the way, Philly, if you're listening in your Philly area, uh, June, no, sure, May 27th, 21st, 21st, yep. May 21st, uh, Philadelphia at Subaru Park in Chester, Pennsylvania. I keep saying Philadelphia, it's technically Chester, but you know how that goes. Is Travis bringing that crazy Subaru out? Pastrana? Yeah. Can't confirm nor deny. Okay. But it is sponsored by Subaru. Yeah, Subaru will be coming uh, correct with some interesting things from the vault. Let me know if you need me to bring a brat. Uh, Ali, bring a brat. Damn it. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Lars Brunkhorst says, my 986S comfort seats, leather is toast. For nice weather daily and every once in a while, tracked car, would you recover the original seats, 500-ish dollars, buy 996-986 sports seats, 2,500-ish dollars, or go to some sort of aftermarket bucket, say 1,700-ish dollars. Car is blue over tan, and the lack of tan aftermarket buckets is sad. Would vintage seats look weird, like Cobra Classic RSRs? Look horrible. Nope. The the comfort seats are okay, but sports would be the play if, comfort they, suck. if they weren't so expensive. Okay, comfort seats, 996 Nine and three. Oh, those seats suck. They're uncomfortable. Sports seats are the play here. If you can get them for twenty five hundred, dude, that's actually pretty. Some nine nine six sports seats for twenty five hundred is yeah. kind of a steal. Yeah, uh, tan sports seats are hard to come by though. So that's, I think he's thinking the hardback sports seats. Those are kind of hard to come by. That'd be really uh, rare. Recovering, I think your five hundred is just the material, and then. Dude, that's a lot of labor, a lot of hog. If you know if you know what you're doing and you have the space and you have the tools, it is at least a full half a day's worth of work. Yeah. And your hands will be destroyed. Well, not only that, and it probably has some wrinkles. I'm just gonna say the finished product is not going to be Porsche quality. So then what do you have? Yeah. You have some saggy. I have a wacky suggestion for for him. Find out if you can replace just the foam. If the leather is in good condition, even if it's a little bit tattered and not ripped up. It says leather is toast. Oh. Okay. My suggestion is take those seats and put them somewhere, sell them for 500 bucks and take that money and go find yourself some sports seats in black and just go. And just rock black seats in a tan car? Yeah, until you find tan sports seats and then sell your black seats. Or find seats. tan sports seats if you can. Or find I mean, tan sports maybe seats. the market is so small that wants them that you can find that one pair for sale and yep, you'll, that's you'll true. be the buyer, right? That's yeah. true. You just got to find them. So, But we can all agree that... Uh, vintage seats look weird. Yes, very. very I weird. love the Cobra RSR. That's what I have on my Escort. I love those seats. They're horrible in a nine nine six. It's yeah. a nine eight six, but yes. Oh, nine eight six. Nine eight nine six. Yeah, nine eight six. Yeah. Same thing. Um, so yeah, also, okay. what about going with like just an aftermarket sports seat? Like a, you could do it, like a Recaro or like Recaro. a Sparco or something. Where is he located? Yep, I think okay. here. If you're around here, go to Wine Country Motorsports uh, at Sonoma. I could or, totally be making Or go up. to... Griffin. I don't think he's around. No, no. Here. I think he's in Michigan. I'm sorry. Oh. Find find a uh, like a speed shop that has seats in stock, like Sparco or You know, whatever. all those speed shops. I guess in, in Michigan, you there might are get lucky. There are lucky. places in Michigan. You might Either get way, get yourself into some sports seats. My probably... my You're going to spend the same amount 
getting sports yeah, seats get, and brackets and mounts as I you get would factories. Yeah. As you would I agree. racing seats. So or, or, or factory, factory sports. sports. If you can't find that's what I'm sorry, I'm going backwards. If you can't find tan factory sports seats, you'll spend the same money on racing seats and find something that you really, really like the comfort in. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't restore your current seats. I agree. And like you said, even if you get black seats for now, you keep an eye out for tan. When you find the tan, you swap and you sell the black ones yeah. easily. And if anything, it would look better. Like if anything, you could probably get away with more modern sports seats than pulling old sports seats. Yeah, forward. for sure. For sure. Yep. Okay. That's the, that's the move. So maybe some 997 sports seats or something like that. Yeah, that, that would look good in that. Uh, Richard Chen asks... What car would an 18-year-old version of you be working and saving to drive and modify in today's world? Working. Like, basically, what would the 18-year-old version, version of you be scrimping and saving and, you know, working that summer job to one day purchase? I think, uh, like, as a, I would think, like, a purchase of, like, hey, I'm going to buy it in six months or something. It's like your one car solution for college or something like that. BRZ or FRS. Yeah. I think if, if I were 18 today, a brand new BRZ would be like the first thing I'd go look at. Um, I think, uh, I would also like, if we're talking about something used, it would be rad to find like that perfect E36 M3 four door five speed Mm -hmm. or, a good E46 M3 that's had like the right but work done to it. Look at it. So much the, money. Look at it from the perspective yeah, I of I, I'm not calibrated to current E46 <laughs> prices. Look at it from from the perspective of you were born 18 years ago and you don't have a connection to an E36 M3 per se. Okay. So it's it's going to be something more modern. I was thinking more along the lines of what Gen purchases that 128i is a like a pretty modern decent nice you know bmw but it doesn't have a turbo no all-wheel drive you can still get a manual they're not cheap per se but i think in today's world they're fairly what, like 10 grand yeah i mean probably more now maybe 12 they were probably like eight for a little <laughs> yeah, bit like yeah exactly i think an e90 m3 would be rad it's so expensive That's so dude. expensive really yeah How i mean they? they've gone up like 30 something 40 grand 40 god that's not an 18 year old 18 year old kid car that's why i'm saying use brz for like 16 grand or something like a good one yeah yeah brz or that's probably not even a good one that's probably the worst one and i that i would just go buy a brand new brz and just save up to be able to pay the payments for it honestly this question would be like what i bought when i was young and I bought a Mark II GTI, but it would be the the best GTI I could afford. That's a great answer. And that could be a Mark IV, you know, or that age. But uh, the nicest GTI I could find, they're still presentable. You could go to a job interview in it if you had to. You could pack it for college. You put people in oh, it. Oh, fun. Yeah. It's fun. GTI is always the right answer. It seems like the right answer, right? Um, and you can get them for anywhere from four grand to 40 grand. So Yeah. There's three used mark seven or whatever the last generation gti's at the volkswagen dealership next to my house i drive by it every day i'm like oh, they're probably like 30 grand <laughs> yeah dude. i know forget it yeah. why do you have that feeling because i love gti's i know you're amazing actually dude. it'd be a great commuter for him. dude what for me mean? it'd be perfect short commute screw this model y what you <laughs> dude you have so many cars that are good for a short commute yeah mm. well, i should target, just be driving. i can't drive a target short commute well, that's you what can't. i was telling him you have to crank start he was talking like, about getting some like thing and i'm like you have the target you have a target you have a Fine. tesla you have a big truck he doesn't have a tesla or company as yeah a tesla. well company you can tesla. drive that stupid thing anytime you want yeah, it's a golf cart anyway sorry, sorry i got so upset as a Ford F two fifty as a disposal. I know. Well, that's a dumb car. To Can drive. you guys please stop talking about me? I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, he has an <laughs> Escort, dude. That'd be a good commuter. <laughs> Sequential gearbox, like rally suspension, Land Rover, dual, dual clutch, three puck clutch. Land Rover. You have to wake up at like three in the morning. <laughs> you have to walk it around so it poops before you drive it. <laughs> All right, Monty E thirty Guru says for the panel today, name your favorite car with an animal name. Now, I have a question about this question. Would the act of said animal include... <laughs> this is hard to explain. Oh, wow. For example, Plymouth Prowler. It's Prowler is not a... 
you want me to get a whiteboard in here for you? Oh, <laughs> it's like a Venn diagram. You're saying it's something an animal does. Yeah, like, um, you oh. know. Uh, not, Prowler is not an in animal name, though. No, I that's what he's said, saying. It's yeah. not an animal name, but it's what an animal does. You it think prowls. of an animal when you think of it. Yeah. All right, so let's come up with the obvious ones. Cougar, Mustang. Dodge Viper. Viper is in there. Viper's you know what's so dumb? You want you want a, a little window into my dumb mind? Yeah, I do. I totally forgot. I wasn't even thinking Mustang. I was thinking, oh, I can go with Fox body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little Foxy. Uh, coyote V8. Yeah. The cheetah. That cheetah's so obscure. You like a cheetah? I think it's just one of those, like, it cool. looks like a caricature car. Like, what's that one where the, that race move, that race cartoon from like the 70s and 80s? With the dog and the like, oh. Mugsley or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hanna Barbera. Stuff. Hanna Barbera. Like yeah, it looks yeah. like a car that somebody from like that Dick, studio designed. Dick Dastardly or whatever. Yeah, it looks like Dastardly's car or something. It's uh, like the most extreme thing. It's very like Kellison style. Uh, what about um, a Cayman? Good one. Yeah, Cayman's up there. Um, How about what, a Tiger? Sunbeam Alpine. Sunbeam Alpine. How about a Camry? Those are such what? cute, what are you cute little animals. About? Oh, shit. Am I missing something? Hey, Warren, we're recording a podcast right now. <laughs> I know. That's my alarm to check into my flight for Cleveland tomorrow. How about a um, Panther chassis? What's it called? I don't know. Chevy or what is that? <laughs> I don't it's know. a Panther. It's like the cop cars, right? They're Panther <laughs> chassis. Impalas or something? I don't even know. No, it's a Ford, right? I don't know. I mean, Ford Mustang. <laughs> Stop talking to me. <laughs> Ford Mustang. Right, I'm going to read Mercury off. Cougar. Get close to your mic, please. If you do that again. Ford Mustang. Cougar. Volkswagen Beetle. Dodge Viper. Beetle. Chevrolet Impala. Ford Puma. Plymouth Barracuda. Shelby Cobra. Corvette Stingray. Mercury Cougar. Cougar. Bronco. Dodge Colt. Oh, Bronco. Oh. Sunbeam Tiger. Super B. Oh, our favorite. Super Easily. B. Dude, I, I have our favorite. I'll tell you what our favorite is before you guys. Volkswagen Rabbit. Yeah, exactly. There's one called the Chevrolet Bison. Oh, I don't know that It's one. a big rig. Ford GT. I don't even know how Ford GT is. A Ford Canada. GT. <laughs> like Hudson Hornet. That's a good one. Oh, that is a good one. I think between it's between the, the old Rabbit. GT. It's between the Rabbit and the Hudson Hornet. <clears throat> Viper is not bad. I mean, that's the, I think Rabbit wins. They even use the the animal. Which out of that list can you not do without? A How about a GTO? We call it a goat. <laughs> All right, <Yeah>. next question. <laughs> the answer is Rabbit. Yeah, Rabbit GTO. Yeah, Rabbit. I think it is. That is the answer. Uh, SV Expert says, I made reservations for Car Week in August yesterday. Do you have plans yet for Car Week? I went last year and had a blast. I am hooked now. Nice. Rad. What are you doing there? Like, what did you do last year? I wonder. Where are you? Who are you? Can we hang out? Um, I think he went to. Uh, he went to Radwood, LA. Yes, so I'm oh, guessing no. he's a Southern California guy. No, he's not. He's from. Uh, so is Tuesday oh, even no, happening? Right. Like the Carmel Concourse it's on not, the Avenue? It's not. I'm getting conflicted right stories. Now. I've gotten some inside info from people in the know, and oh, so here's the high level events for the week. Tuesday is sorry. The pre reunion is the weekend before at Laguna. Mm -hmm. and then Tuesday, but generally, let's just talk about that real quick. Camping while awesome. We had a terrible experience last year, and I don't think we're doing it again. Why? I think we just tried again. If we have a terrible experience two years in a row, first of all, the terrible experience was one two ladies coming and yelling at us yeah, twice. Yeah. It wasn't was the it. whole the weekend. The whole fun. weekend was amazing. That was I'm sorry that you're focused on just these two ladies. Terrible. And okay. it was really expensive, but yes. Okay, go on. I think we should try and do it again, but I okay, agree. I agree. I agree. I just, I'm bitter about this it. This year, we get a discount. Okay. Tuesday is... Tuesday, Carmel. Concourse on the Avenue, in which Carmel. is not yet in the books. Like, it's just not. It's so not confirmed. The, the founder passed away unexpectedly. Yeah. And his wife is not going to run it. And someone else is talking about picking up the slack, but I don't think it's going to happen. Many people consider Tuesday to be the best event of the entire week because it's casual and open and big mix of cars and all of that stuff. I call those people idiots. I agree. But it is a really cool day. It, though. it is a fun. It is kind of fun. But um, after be being going to it for a lot of years in a row, it's a little like it gets old boring at this point. 
it's such there's an easy also, event to go to though for us. Like, yeah, it's I, fun. And it is like, it's a cool reason to go down there. It's yeah. free. Yeah, you, you still know. don't miss Tuesday, even though it's not like Yeah. And then there's like the littlest car show on Wednesday, or maybe that's the that's Tuesday after. Tuesday afternoon is the littlest car okay. show in Pacific Grove. Mm-hmm. You can miss that one. Totally. I've never been, bro. I've never been, and I, I saw the have minimal desire. I saw the entrails of it. Yeah, it wasn't anything. Uh, that Wednesday, should be the new lemons, by the way. Jet Center Wednesday or is Jet Center is Wednesday, but now it's, it's now called something else. Motor and Lux, and it's it should be a decent event from what I've heard. I'm actually going to preview the location on Thursday, <sighs> so I can report back more. Sponsored by Haggerty. It's owned by Haggerty now, but still run by the same team of people. Um, <laughs> As far as I know, but uh, yeah, so we're looking at vent uh, spaces for Pebble Beach on Thursday, Friday of this next week is the motorcycle show at Quail. Oh wait, that's when? That's this Friday. Friday next Friday. So oh. you're listening to this. Should we go? I'm going. Yeah, yeah, let's go. The Quail motorcycle gathering it's is cool. not to be missed. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. good. It's good to go see at least once. Absolutely. Like, I wouldn't say you can't miss it. Like you, it's like if you're the, into motorcycles, it's awesome. One, even if you're, yeah, okay, very cool. Anyway, so, so uh, Thursday is what? Thursday's the tour, um, Pebble Beach tour. So you just go hang out at Bigsby Bridge early in the morning and just picnic all day. That's, watch the cars go by. So we did it last year. I went with my buddy Tom, and we went to Carmel, and they did not do the stop there but they did the tour past it because of covid because of covid um i don't know what they're doing this year but regardless it is the one of the best car spotting days in the world ever anywhere anywhere in the world at any time i mean it's like it tops what you would see during an f1 weekend in monaco oh like it's because monaco is like barely tops westcliff on a weekend westcliff is right but uh no it was it was fantastic we found an awesome restaurant um and uh, just walked around downtown Carmel, uh, Carmel by the sea, I should say. And uh, lots to see, lots to do. Thursday walking around Carmel, like Ocean Street. I think Thursday, if you can just get in a fun car, like if you had a van again. Just cruise se, around town. Just cruise around town, set up shop. Or even out. like what we're probably going to end up doing this year is like a few e-bikes and friends. E-bikes not bad, but I mean, even to cover some ground, like to yeah. get down to Big Sur for the morning, yep, get back true. up to Carmel, get downtown Monterey for dinner. Like if you can do that scene on Thursday, you're killing it. Yep. So that's, that's what I would recommend. There's also all the auction previews Thursday. Oh, Friday Thursday, is quail. Uh, Thursday night is um, the car show at what's it called? The Mexican restaurant. Oh, oh yeah. Baja Cantina. Holy Baja, moly. That's a super, yeah. that's Thursday a rad night, thing. Baja can, Thursday afternoon. But see, Baja that goes Cantina. back to my point is like e-bikes are great, but if you want to really bounce around. Yeah. And Baja all, Cantina you know. is like a half hour e-bike ride. Like if but, you're lucky. that actually would be fun. That is a, that's a really fun free thing. You eat dinner, you get, they have a full outdoor, they, they have like a second area to eat. So like more of like a. You know, whatever it's a whole easier place. Rad scene. Yeah. And the cars actually the cool thing about Baja Cantina is that it's kind of a curated parking lot. Yeah. And so there are people coming. You can go, you can walk in, go eat your food, and then walk out and see an almost entirely different grouping of cars in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And they're all and they only let cool cars in the parking lot that night. Yeah. Live music. That's the night that we always see Nick Mason sitting at the at the uh-huh. outdoor seating area and you get your Jay Leno's and Jay your Leno's Jim Man, Rick Rollins and all it's of those kind of like whatever. it's you kind of can't go wrong during car week, really. Like you can just go to like the Chevron station where we go, you know, the Starbucks where we fill up yep. where we meet before rallies and just kind of sit there and watch cars go by and it would be amazing. Thursday well, and what, Friday are my favorite. That's what I was talking about, having a car like a Vanagon or a or a camper or motorhome or something that you could cruise around and like set up shop with your chairs. And I mean, we that. did that with the Land Rover last year. Yeah. It was kind of rad. We like put out the big, we put, put out the awning and, and when you put the awning out and the top up on the Land Rover, like people don't mess with, like I parked in a red zone in Carmel <laughs> in front of a bunch of Ferraris on the street and I just popped the roof Oh yeah, and I was yeah. gone for like well, four that, hours. Nobody did anything. Yeah. That's a car that is, is your ticket to these yeah. events and stuff. So that's a good one for sure. Um, I'll have Lane bring it to car week for us and we can, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I'll bring double the, clutching. Can I bring the 2002 then? If he's bringing that, Oh, yeah. I want to drive to that. That thing's easier to, um, okay. So right, then Friday question. takes us into oh. quail. 
lemons is one of those days. Italiano is one of those days. Friday night also is usually just like a kind of hangout uh, downtown have, Monterey. We have an event. Ra- oh, is Rad this the announcement of a? Ra- I can't announce. What? It's not Wait a second. Here. Yeah, basically, keep your Friday open. Friday night Radwood event. That's all I can say. And then that's huge news, people. Let's take a pause. Absorb yeah, all of that. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, so Friday night was usually my auction night. Yeah, I know. Well, Friday night. This sounds more important. Friday night's tough because usually what it means is there's a huge traffic jam of everyone leaving the peninsula to get home after all the Friday events. Yep. And now we are giving them a place to go. Sick. A party for. uh, And then Saturday is one of those kind of weird days. Saturday is a weird day. There are there's racing at the racetrack. Yep. At Laguna Seca is the big one. Um, There's some other stuff. Concorso Italiano is on on Saturdays now. I think Saturday. And I don't know what Legends is doing. If Legends is the thing. Yeah. So Legends, I have no idea what's happening with Legends. And then what about Rensport or? Uh, not Rensport, but that's uh, Friday. That's Friday during Quail. It's Rensport, right? Or no? Uh, no, it's um. Uh, works. Works right. reunion. Works reunion. reunion. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing is Sunday's Pebble Beach, and I will give you a little insider. Don't think you're going to go to Pebble Beach and then have a bunch of stuff to do afterwards. It is like ghost town. Yep. Sunday night oh, is yeah. sad down there. It's always depressing. The tents are coming down. Uh, like on starting Saturday, the whole peninsula like starts to like die down. Pebble a Beach bit. is that one last spark, and then it's like Thursday night dead. and Friday night. That's why Thursday is so fun. Yeah. Thursday Friday because there's so much stuff happening that you feel like you're in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, I is, would say Thursday night is probably the apex of the week, like the high point of the week. I think you're right. I like. It's fun just to play it by ear too, because you'll end up going totally. You know, going to a Porsche party or, or a house party, a, or yeah. like, oh, that's, I got invited to the Pin and Farina house. Let's all go. So like, that's what helps to have that vehicle that we can all crash in and hang out. Yeah, nineteen sixty-two like, Land Rover one hundred and nine, maybe a nineteen eighty-seven Volkswagen van again. Last Ooh. year, Ken rented that house, so it was going back there every day. And he's got another house. I don't think he. Lived. I don't think he rented. He didn't rent a party house though. He just rented a little uh, one. I think just okay. For, I thought I thought so. Uh, he was throwing it out there. Oh, really? Like he had something. So oh, okay. we'll keep in maybe. touch. And maybe he just yeah. told me that. We have a house too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Lane? No, not you. Yeah, he saw, oh, we rented a small house. I mean, he told yeah. Warren and I that we could stay in one of the guest houses oh, on the property. Shoot. He said it was, he told me it was a one He said bedroom. he has an autocross course for us too. <laughs> like, yeah, Masseuse. I think there was a Masseuse. just like no lanes, he said hmm. for some reason. That I thought he sense. was saying something else. Uh, yeah. Joe Polo 68 says, Ali. Any other cars on the list for future acquisition? Yeah, 300 SL and a, Gol- and a McLaren F1, but I don't know if I'm going to get there. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> you're not quite sure on the F1? You're going to uh, get to a point where you can justify $25 million on a... I have no idea. I have a Persian product. wife. I'm not sure that's ever going to be possible. <laughs> yeah, dude, I would say... Uh, um, okay, let's see. I don't think I, I don't really have anything on my list. I want to finish once and for all, all the little nagging problems with my 2002. I want to get my escort to where I can actually race it again. So racing all full eight. circle. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I kind of feel like I still want to maybe sell the Land Rover soon. Um, and then just kind of like Targa is my like cheater car. 2002 is the rally car. And then what the is- escort is like a track track focus, like, just dedicated to to track duty. What track? I mean, isn't it built for? You want to do some rally cross? Rally I want to cross? do a little bit of rally cross, and then I actually want to get comfortable on like Sonoma, Laguna, all of those tracks. But I thought you built the rear suspension to be full rally. It's mm-hmm. tarmac spec, so oh, it's, it's tarmac. you can basically so the rear suspension between gravel and tarmac is the same. Uh, it's just the shock settings and the ride height and sway bar settings. Got it. The front suspension is slightly different, but the, my front suspension is kind of a hybrid gravel tarmac setup anyways. So realistically, I can go do track days by just adding sway bars to the front and the re- bigger sway bar in the front and a sway bar to the rear of my suspension. I can go start doing Laguna track days. And nice. I think I will become so much better as a driver driving one of these old cars than I but all of my driving has always been in something like E36 or newer. Modernish. Yeah. yeah. Good call. But nothing that you're on Craigslist late at night just flicking through or bring a trailer. I think that's everything. I mean, that's every, like you, but you don't see have stuff. I, I text most of that stuff to Lane. Like, I'm just like, yeah. oh, look at this. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Like right now, there's a 996 GT3 online on one of these auction sites that I would love to buy. And I know we'll be able to get a screaming deal on. And I know that... um I know the history on the car, but it's just, 
too many, I have too many things going on right now. Yeah. I need to kind of chill for a little bit. Yeah, Sorry, that's Joe. Kinda, that's how it feels. Uh, Fueled by Metal One says, your money, no object dream car you'd like to procure. I just said it. It was McLaren F1 or 300 SL. Yeah. Convertible. But those are, that's obviously the McLaren. So you'd really like to money, no object. Really? It's tough, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Like a, an amazing 300 SL. Yeah. Convertible. Like how yeah. much more, how much more like net oh, fun would you get uh, for know. the rest of your I life? I think that's the thing. I think less worry. I think a, a McLaren F1, the hard part with that is it's such a, like a supercar and still kind of modernish that any new like supercar gets you there. Yeah. As far as like, you know, driving, well, but the 300 SL is like so many. 300, like the McLaren F1, I think I would be, I think to myself sometimes, like when I watch these videos of whatever his name is, he just did that. I think it was car fashion. Henry did that video with the McLaren F1, the CLK GTR and the, um, GT one, GT one. And yeah, the, the McLaren F1 seems the most like a road car by far out of those three. But you know, like just the simple fact that like the fuel cell has this such a gnarly process to keep up with unless I had like Jay Leno money where I was just like either doing it myself for fun and all of this stuff, or I, the, my next indication would, or inclination would be to hire somebody to engineer a proper long lasting fuel cell. Yeah, put yeah. In McLaren. If you have 25 million for a McLaren F1, you can do that. You should just pay McLaren to build a better fuel cell for your McLaren update F1. It, update the technology. Update yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, some, sometimes you own a business and sometimes the business owns you. And yeah. I feel like the F1 it owns you in a lot of ways. Just oh yeah, the amount of upkeep, the the how fragile they are in a lot Even of ways. Even in comparison, to like an F forty. Oh, totally, totally. Right? Yeah, yeah, an F forty is like normal compared to exactly. McLaren F1. Yeah, but then my problem with the F forty is that it's it's so flashy. Yeah, you can't go anywhere without just looking like a guy in an F forty. <laughs> Whereas yeah, and, and then McLaren's ninety nine percent of the people are like, that's a big. F- f- shiny Ferrari with a wing, you must be an idiot. And then most people wouldn't know what the McLaren is at all. And definitely not to know what the value is and stuff like that. So you can kind of fly under the radar a little bit with the McLaren F1. They're also really small. There's no big wing. They're not red typically. Um, But a 300 SL. Like you said, we were trying to talk about that with the doormobile, the the Land Rover. And the 300 SL is a car that opens... It's a ticket to these events, yep. whether it's a rally, a car show, a party, uh, whatever it is, like it's a work of art. So you've got that going for you. The other one nice. that's really cool is it like a clean street 250 short wheelbase Ferrari, like um, the one Steve Cottrell drove around, that fake one, the GTO engineering one mm-hmm. that he drove yeah, around yeah. S- several years ago. Yeah, right. I'm sorry to call it fake. It's a real Ferrari. It's just made by GTO engineering. Yeah. But something like that, where it's like a nice, like tan leather interior, dark blue outside, non-metallic, beautiful, beautiful, bright work and and fresh, super clean and fresh. Yeah. Like one of these like Aston Martin recreations, something like that would just be like, yeah. One of those uh, low drag coupe. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all amazing. Yeah. And I would do, I would do something that I could just drive and what about, um, worry about attainable dream car for you guys? Like something that you think you sell everything, you, you get to a point where you can really afford it or you make a case to yourself like it's a stretch, but I think I can make it work kind of car. Realistic. You could actually own, insure, garage and Lane, drive. you go first. I'll go first. Okay. Um, Acura NSX uh, or a... Late mark, late first gen? Yeah, late, or yeah, car, uh, pop-up headlights. Or uh, Alpina... E30 M3 B6 3.5 S, which is the big six Alpina tuned in an E30 M3. Sick. Those are both probably equal value, to be honest. I bet you that, well, the Alpina is worth way more now, yeah. but it wasn't that way for a long time. Because you're probably, because kind of like you can get into an NSX for 60 grand. Yes. High mileage yeah. with Alpina, Alpina E30 with the box flares and everything. That's a, Two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, car. it is now. It is now. Yeah, as of like three years ago, it doubled in price. And if it drives by EAG, it's like another fifty <laughs> grand. Yeah, yeah, it's a very special car though. Like everything's been touched, but you can't tell. You know. Did you, by the way, on a side note, did you see that E thirty six GT that Zach Claplin yeah. Claplin drove? Did you hear it? 
so is that good. green one or something? That green yeah, one, S fifty B thirty two for the win. I heard dude. him talk about it though, and he's like, eh, whatever. Like compared to a US one, it wasn't even that. Big yeah, of it's deal. not. It doesn't feel that much faster. Yeah. But that the just the sense of occasion of that motor. All right, Lane, yeah. what's your attainable dream car? I think it has to be. It's still probably like just a really well built nine fourteen six. I like Sick. it. Yeah, attainable, like because I. Like I bought the 911 recently and it, it wasn't quite, I think that dollar, the dollar amount of the 914 I want is yeah. probably twice as much as the, the 911 I bought. Um, you're probably looking at like what, 120 grand for like what I want. 914.6s really. have been sitting between 80 and 120. But that's the thing I don't want to, I don't want a factory 996. I mean, sorry, 914.6. Cause I don't think that's like, they're cool. You know who has a really cool one? That's a hot rod. Yeah. Kevin Teen, the guy that. And, that and that's, hot, a, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. He has a sick one. So I want a hot rod one because I think I could have bought an original, a real 914.6. You can find like, like you said, between 70 and 130 grand, right? Um, for a, a, re, a real 914.6. A real 914.6 is not a very exciting car. It's like no. it has the worst 911. It has the magnesium case, little 110 horsepower, two liter yep. six. It's like the 901, like sloppy transmission. It's like in reality, you want a 914, then you want to put a good like 2.8 liter yeah, or something. You should, you should, uh, Check out Kevin's yeah, 914. He has the GT flares on it, but it's done nicely. Well, that's what I want. GT yeah. flares. You want it all like I want. I want a fully dialed like Kevin. If you're there, hit lane up. Kevin, um, helped me when my um, my uh, whatever my car broke at at a at for a shop. He and helped he was me saying, extract 222 horsepower out of that S14 on at the wheels. Because he said so. he has an 87 Carrera as well. Yep. But his has a 3.6 in it. Yeah, he has that. It's a red one with all the black trim. It's okay. pretty nice. It's a nice. He's yeah. got a, a few really cool cars. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin, he's an engine tuning guy and he knows his stuff. Um, What's your car, Ollie? Attainable mm. dream car. I mean, and like I'll, I said, selling everything, sell everything but the 2002. I'm not selling my 2002. Let's I'll just say, okay, excuse my language. I'll sure. die with that car. That's fine. That's fine. You're allowed to swear on this. By the no. way, you're definitely going to sell it at some point. But yeah, go on. No, he's not. I've owned yeah. that car for like 22 years. No, I've never had the urge to sell some, it. You'll get, he's never, not going to, dude. He's going to get old. And I'll be like, I just don't drive. My kids anymore. won't let me sell it when All I get right. old. They'll be like, give it to that's Alex, it. your nephew, or give it to. I don't think I'll sell it. Anyways. Okay. All of that being said, yeah. Next time I have a step function in my wealth, and I want to buy something, step function, like you get some something, you sell something big, or so you make weird. some money, so or whatever. I've never heard that term before. Sorry, Go on. technical uh, step function. Uh, either a GT2 RS or a Speedster, brand new, like then the, the, oh, the oh. nine nine one dot two. Oh, you're talking about a brand new car? Yeah. What am, What am I going to buy? Is an old car that's like cool. Well, dude, with all the stuff we, we just talked about, about, I'm not cool. going to afford a 300 SL. No. Okay. But you could buy one of those low drag E-types. Yeah, or I don't a, want that. I would rather have a brand new, I would have a, rather have a speed, a newer speedster than a low drag. What about, I don't care about that. what about like a 964 Turbo S? I'd rather do a 964 RS. Actually, a 964 RS is closer yeah. to, to me. I would, if I could sell my Targa, sell the Escort, sell the Land Rover, first thing I would start looking for is a 964 RS. Like a real one. Okay, that's a better 3. answer. 3.6. I don't like you naming a new car. Just any new car. Yeah, I'm GT2 sorry. RS. I totally, like, okay, I, I do want, like, that's my ultimate modern Porsche is a really? GT2 RS. Huh. Because I think it, like, if you're going to do something that's like a cheater car, yeah. pull out all the guns. Yeah, but that's not your dream car. You'd rather have a 935. The new, new dream, yeah, but I can't afford a 935. How much are they? They're over a mil- they're million. Dollars. They're, okay. Yeah, they're like two and a half million or All something right, like that. All right, never mind. I can get a GT2 well, RS for like 350 I can't afford a 914.6 like built. Don't get me wrong. I can't attainable. afford a $300,000 car right now either. No, I know. We're but, talking about attainable dream yeah, car. Yeah. Like, we're, so we're talking about like, like, like you, you said. I think you guys, are, you guys are hit it. Like it would be a 964 RS 
like a, a legit factory 964 RS okay. and one of the fun colors. That's a yeah. better answer. Yeah. I like that answer a lot more than your. And it could be Porsche. a 3.6. I'd be happy. I would just go down to like Stevens Creek Porsche. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever they have on the lot. would be my dream. We were car. literally, Ali and I were looking at Fine. some skate decks with like Porsches on the bottom and there was a GT2 RS. He's like, fuck that. Who would want that? Like, <laughs> do whatever. It's just a GT2 RS. Like, who cares? And now it's just. We dream. were literally, we had that conversation. Yeah, because it's a skateboard deck with no, a picture I know, of a GT2 RS. That's what I'm saying. It's not like, but if the opportunity shows up for me to buy a rad like Mexico blue GT2 RS with the gold don't feel wheels, like it's like a dream, stuff, dude. Like, I'd rather, like, I you're feel right. Like I would Targa like gets you more there, but like probably has a little more sense of occasion because yeah, the top okay, comes fine. off. My, you're right. The more like when I do sit down and think about what 911, I would consider the, the like the doesn't my, have to be a 911 either. The two a, ultimate Porsches for me: 73 RS and 964 RS. I haven't even okay. driven a 964 RS, so yeah. I can't afford go. a 73 RS right now. 964 RS will get me there. Yeah. yeah. Plus like Spike it. says it's like the best 911. <laughs> so that's why worth him. something. Uh, last question. Jacob Torres six asks new Corolla or other sport coupe with plain bodywork, tactile buttons, minimal infotainment system, something like a screen just for the radio station frequency and mandatory backup cam. Would that idea of a raw little subtle French bulldog work in today's market? You need Apple CarPlay. I think we've proven that this doesn't work, Jacob, because people want more shit in their cars and these don't sell very well. I mean, you might sell it to like rental car companies and fleets. Yeah. So what he's saying, like a, he's saying a normal Corolla or like a normal car. Yeah. But then you have a Mirage, Mitsubishi Mirage or something. Yeah. I mean, a Versa Note. It's like... Just go buy a Nissan Versa. That's just a crappy car. I agree. I just don't think that's the way to to um, appeal to the enthusiasts. And by the way, I think the right what do way- I want in my new cars? I want freaking CarPlay. I want heated seats. I want cooled seats. I think the right move is to to basically embrace like mobile technology and yeah. build a phone that basically has no, or uh, sorry, a vehicle that has almost no content and the phone with just, just snaps good in. interfaces yeah. Yeah. and good screens. And that's it. And then a few features that are embedded that are hidden, like cool, heat and I cool mean, it would be nice to have hard points for, for, I'm sorry. I didn't finish my sentence. The, Underneath would be a single DIN with knobs for AC, like yeah, a GTI something and volume like that, and volume yeah. and stuff like that. So you'd have basically like a couple of steering wheel buttons, just a couple, maybe for volume and pick up and hang up the phone. And yeah, that's yeah. it. And then one single DIN with like a, a nice, like, you know, five-year-old GTI interface. That's a good idea. Like a universal DIN yeah. for all your hard points, dude. Yeah. Like, And then a screen. And then yeah. that screen either plugs into your Android phone, your Apple phone, or just has some basic radio functionality. Hey, who are we kidding? Android people can't afford new cars. I want to tell you a funny story. So we were, when I was at Google, um, we were talking to Mercedes-Benz about building digital keys and how we would build the infrastructure within Android to, to do the level of authentication that companies like Mercedes-Benz would want. And we're talking to them, all of this stuff. The executive from Mercedes looks at us and he's like, do you know that less than 3% of our customers are on Android? <laughs> or some like less than 7%. It's like some yeah, single yeah. digit thing. Yeah. So yeah, Lane, you're totally right. Like the higher end you go in cars or the more specific you go in, in cars, the the less likely that it's going to be somebody with an Android yeah. that's using it. So, but CarPlay works with both. It's yeah. tailor like I would rather answer this question a different way, which is give me the stripped down simple version of cars like a Civic Type R without any of the bodywork, maybe like black unpainted bumpers because people are going to take those off anyway. You know, smaller wheels, that whole thing, but with the same gearbox, powertrain. This is like the the MR, like you know, Mitsubishi did, the right? RS or the RS, yeah. and then Subaru did it with the WRX as well. I forget what they call TR or something yeah. like that, um, where they put like the crappier wheels on. Yeah, yep. Black it's button, a you know. it's a rad move because yeah. like we would get customers during that era when people could buy brand new Evo nine RSs and stuff. And they would come in with like an MR. The MR is like the top spec with the six oh, speed okay. and all this yeah. extra crap in it. The RS was like the very basic, like you actually had to 
order. And it didn't an have the good seats, right? It had, uh, they all had the same seats. Okay. They all had the same seats. The MR had the six speed. The RS has the five speed. The RS has crank windows. On Subaru, it didn't have the good seats. It had like the lower. That's rad. So then, because they expected you to buy like. There was, uh, I think the original, the first gen Dodge Neon ACR was like that too. I think you're right. They had like the bumper covers with the fog light holes because they're lighter than the non-fog light holes, but they didn't put fog lights in the holes. Uh They did it all that. Stuff like, like that. Yeah, I like that idea better where if you had a Civic Type R and you could do like, you know, Civic Type R uh, E for economy or whatever, and you get all, everything else is the same, but no big wing, no crazy uh, tailpipes and that's rad. And that kind of that. idea. Like a base, base, like GTI with mm-hmm. the, with like limited slip, and limited slip, good. no sunroof, like all the basic stuff, but like it comes yep. with steel wheels or yeah, the, yeah. the crappy Six, 17, 17 inch, wheels. inch wheels. And like you said, a, a good screen with a interface, you know, something that works with iPhone or Android yeah. and then a couple of hard points. That's like, that's perfect. How annoyed info. are all the people with like, that are going to eventually buy 911 R's and GT3 Tourings with the radio delete? Like how annoyed are they going to be in the future? How annoyed like, are they now? Yeah. First thing you do when you get a car, you're like, how do I make it so I can use my phone in this <laughs> old car? Like, yeah. and it's like, how can we disguise it so it doesn't oh, look the, like I put a new stereo? That's the it. most hack argument is the people are like, you don't need a radio with yeah, a stereo with that engine. Yeah. The car, like, the engine. Yeah, you can also turn the volume down when you're driving hard yeah, and then yeah. turn the volume up on your exactly. favorite podcast. It's you're also like, that is not entertaining for eight hours of yeah. driving or whatever. Yeah, dude, if you use your car like we do, you have a lot of driving to do so yeah there's a lot of also there's a lot of like getting to the good transit or yeah, yeah. transit state like driving home from the rally where all <laughs> where i want to do is listening to listen to a podcast and stay awake yeah not be drowned out by the noise of the engine yep um that's it for questions and i think that's it for regular podcasts but we do have Whoa, one really? trivia question no that's not the that's not it for podcasts really we have to have like some I feel like we're talking here forever updates and all like we've been on for 50 minutes dude i'm going to cleveland tomorrow radwood cleveland when you're listening to this um come on down all you people in cleveland be pretty sweet when's your next social or recreational car event what uh, he just said cleveland cleveland no, that's you're working Oh, yeah. Oh, like, like well, something that you're like, oh, I can't wait to go see, like the quail. That doesn't exist for me. The anymore. quail motorcycle gathering. I no longer have fun at Morning Motors. I'm working at Morning Motors. 15th. No, you're not. That's still my job. You're not working. I have to work. I have to get there early. Actually, that day. You heard my, this, Ben. Stop getting in front of yourself, Ben. Why don't you show up a little early and help us park so Warren can get a <laughs> yeah, day off? That's my son's birthday, so I, I won't be there super late, but I'm going to try to make an early appearance. This is his, this is his thing. At morning runners. Yeah. What? He always has something going oh, on. Oh, yeah, right. Me? I got to go early, dude. <laughs> me? Me? Mr. Fucking bring the tables and coffee. You talking to me? Donuts. You talking to me? Are we going to have coffee Are this time? Are you guys time? fighting yeah, right now? Yeah, they're supposedly going to be open. Oh, my gosh. Please. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Cleveland, uh, Radwood, and then two weeks after that is Philly. We have uh, Morning Motors in between those two. Uh, what else? Oh, crap. 36 goes to smog appointment on Tuesday. So there's no update there. I don't really have much else. What do you guys got? Well, you have a, you uh, just got excited. You got an, uh, I was talking about overlanding expos coming like in yeah, two yeah. weeks. Yeah, exactly. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. We're going to overlanding expo. Ali and I, I don't know how we're going to get there. Ali has the 2002 fest, the swap and show this Saturday on the seventh. So Aren't they tired of seeing your car though? I haven't had my 2002 at that show. Yeah, he wasn't even at the last three one. years. Oh, okay, it's time. Yeah, I was at the last one. Ali was not. And you got your new exhaust, which is really and nice. the new exhaust, the new horsepower. <laughs> I feel like no one went to the last one. Yeah, the like, last one was whacked out because they postponed it till like from March till October well, or May global, till October. There was a little global pandemic. Yeah, but not. This is like, but they had it like four months ago or something. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. Had it in like October. This one's kind of like right. Yeah, it feels Got it. like it's really close. Um, I have a, I have a couple. Did you do any other things to your car? Have you driven? Yeah, why don't you talk about your car, Lane? I, I have no time. I, like, I why am, can't you drive your car right now? <laughs> we need to talk about this, Warren. Oh, by the way, uh, side note: I pulled up to a stoplight the other day, and yeah. there was this car pulled up next to me, and I looked at the wheels, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. 
looks like a pole star. Oh, yeah. And I turn it, and it's Lane and his family. Oh. Where are you guys headed? It was Heidi's birthday. We were going to the Shadow Brothers. Oh, nice. Happy birthday, Heidi. Yeah. And cool. then he rips off green light, just fucking mm-hmm. full full tour. Chinese tar guy. <laughs> Chinese, I'm like, Chinese car guy move. I think I even yelled at him in the open window. I'm like, classic pole star guy. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> classic pole star guy. Uh, so, yeah. What's up? Dude, I haven't seen your 911 in a little while. By the way, I haven't seen it at all. Oh, you yeah. You've never all? seen it. No, I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. Art hasn't either. Yeah. Good luck. It doesn't exist, dude. Good luck. <laughs> it doesn't run. It's sitting in my garage. Why, Why doesn't it run? run oh, well, you know, sometimes sometimes we do dumb stuff, you know? Oh, man. Sometimes we aren't that. Some people aren't that good at working on cars. Did you hear the story yet? I don't know. No. Oh, my so, gosh. I, so I was getting, I'm getting a chip for my car. So I pulled the old. I pulled Shout the EC- out to Steve Wong. Steve Wong, yeah. I pulled the ECU out and I was going to. Um, to check because there's a basically 87 was a, a year you know it went from the 915 to the G50 it was kind of like a transition year right so they didn't you have to look and see if you have a 24 pin or a 28 pin chip um, so I pulled out the ECU and I was taking apart the the board to check it and um, I was well preface this was with I was really tired and I got home from work and I was all beat. And my wife, I was so beat where my wife's like, You should go take a nap or something. And I'm like, No, I'm gonna go work on my car. I'm gonna go like pull this ECU. This I'm gonna go down to the garage and and I go down there and I am looking at the instructions on you know what to do. And I just see this like screwdriver in this thing and I start prying on this chip. It's a um and then I crack it, the chip. Um, and the one I'm prying on is soldered. So I'm prying on the wrong I've chip. I've already done all of my laughing externally. Holy cow. So I'm prying on the wrong chip. And uh, I cracked it in half. And the solder, it's so you just like on. randomly chose a chip that was on this board. You <laughs> totally looked for the biggest totally. one with Dude, all of the pins that there are was meant to be pulled out. There was a screwdriver on, like, it, but he was just pointing it. Like, here's where you take it up. Here. But that's when you send a picture to me and you're like, which one of these no, chips is I could, removable? Or I no, but you just use I, your fingers. It's when I like literally, this. yeah, you exactly. Or it's I literally just like read exactly what it says, and but I'm you not use your like, finger first to be like, hmm, that, yeah, that. And they're usually bigger. It was like way small. It was like I was. It was so you like so fast forward. You have a come a come along tied around the computer chip. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right, right. So ratchet then I take, on the other side. So then I get a Dremel. <laughs> um, so anyways. So I was like, holy shit, did I really just... And then I pulled the board. You know, it's two boards, like, sandwiched together. And I'm like, oh, there's the chip right there. And I just pull it out. Cool. Screwdriver, take off that first one. Well, you still use the screwdriver to, like, move over. And it's a 24-pin. I'm like, cool. Now I know it's a 24-pin, but now I have a broken ECU. So first thing I did was like, okay, I can just replace this chip. It's just a Bosch part number. I'm like, I'll look it up. Nothing comes up anywhere. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, oh, I can solder in a new chip, yeah. right? This you little pulled chip. the trace off of the board, didn't you? Like the solder trace, like the, the, anyways. Yeah. Stop yelling at me. Um, so I was just, and then my next move is like, all right, you, like, let's see where, what ECUs cost. I'll just get to order a new ECU. And like eBay is like gnarly, dude. They're like two thousand bucks and Jesus. stuff. Um, so I'm like, that's cool, dude. Um, you should have called Paul and be like, I don't know why it stopped working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, basically, I went on Steve Wong's website. I was already on his website because I was looking at his very good instructions that I. <laughs> <laughs> dude it's one of those things like i don't even know how i made the, how i did what i did it's so dumb it probably just um, happened and so i've fast. done this before i've done it on the 944 you know i pulled yeah, chips yeah. and done all this stuff um so anyways uh he also rebuilds ecus steve wong does so he has them in stock where you or you can send yours as a service get it rebuilt so i could have sent it to him but like hey just yeah. replace this and i probably could have just said just replace this it would cost like 100 bucks or yeah whatever. i don't know but he has them in stock service costs a lot more than i was anticipating spending but i was able to order it and then i'm like and can you pre-install a chip as well um uh Good so move. that's so i ordered it 
with a chip installed it should be there at my house today all right and then i can send my old one back for a 300 dollars core so nice um i will have a rebuilt ecu which <laughs> you know, you know you they probably, go bad you probably you needed know, it anyway. half cup, you know glass half full they're like sixty thousand miles you replace your ecu or yeah, something that's part yeah. of the service it's right? like with the timing belt and water pump they, you know ECU. they they they're old i mean when's the last time i think it was serviced well it was a rebuilt one already <laughs> you know oh yeah um uh yeah. Was it really? Yeah, yeah, oh. it was. It has a stamp on it. You got like lubricate the place it. that rebuilt it. You got to lubricate those every so um, often. Yeah. So, anyways, um, that was really Did you cool. Use tongue oil. I used tongue oil. Yeah, tongue oil. I uh, routed. I used a router on it, and I routed the. Did wrong you get the side. right side of the plywood? Yep. This is like your mistake on that board, but that mistake was like, eh, it just doesn't look quite as good. Mine was that I broke my car. <laughs> yeah. So you're new, you're new to you car. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then uh, another thing, I got the odometer um, stopped working on it, so I got that repaired. Oh, I sent it down to Gale's speedometer. He's down in Apple Valley, I believe. Um, and he's, he shipped it back to me yesterday. So it was like about a week turnaround, wow. which is rad. Nice. And um, so that should be here in the next couple of days. I'll put that back in. Um, yeah, those are my updates. And then I still have to get the 944 smogged. So I need to bring it to the shop, get it smogged. And then I think when I when it's in there, that's why I need to schedule it with Mario at Fastlane because... He's supposed to replace my oil pan gasket as well, is that which a is job? a big job uh, on those. I've done it before. You have to drop this mic, please. Drop a subframe kind yep, of a job. Drop a subframe. And uh, yeah. No fun. So That's scary. Yeah. I've, I've done it. So it's just like a, you do one of those crossbars on the on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. On the top. Yep. I just use a two by four. Yeah. Crossbar. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> It's a yeah. ECS tuning for two by four. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like our lift. Were any quick updates? Uh, I went to drive my Land Rover today or yesterday, and noticed the f- pedal goes straight to the floor, like as if the pedal's not even hooked up to anything. Um, and I think I found the leak. It's like a fitting that just blew up, and so now there's no pressure. Uh, 2002 runs well. Waiting for the the energy to take the braking system apart and fix that once and for all. I have a brand new uh, used transmission that I'm going to send out to get rebuilt so that I have better shifting and better brakes. Escort is good, waiting for me to find an event to take it to, um, to go start practicing getting into racing again. Again. Um, Okay. What the heck just happened to you? Sorry about that. This guy's blowing up, dude. Dude, I know. I was Warren, gonna say I'm Warren. Sorry, Warren should drive your 2000. You want me to call McKeel Haggerty and like tell him to calm down? He's that blowing wasn't, you up. That dude. wasn't him calling, but yeah, you can call him. I was gonna say Warren should drive your 2002, and he still needs to drive my Polestar. Shit. Oh, yeah. oh I, one thing I'm uh, and, yeah, the, and the Tesla. I'd like to fix the. Oh brakes. yeah, you need to drive a Tesla too. I'd like to fix the brakes on the 2002 before I let other people drive it. Yeah, well, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh. Dude, the night the sorry, the Polestar has so much grip. Like driving over the hill over 17. It's it got all that f- load. Continental all wheel drive and like ten thousand pounds low down in the car. <laughs> yeah. So it just has like like it the tires have never made us a noise. It just like it it feels so confident. You could just dude, you have so much acceleration and just like grip that you can like through corners, you can just like. I mean, just when you ripped off, blast that, around people. It was a left hand turn off a stoplight, and yeah. he just <laughs> gripped it and ripped it. There was nothing, no in, drama in it's that really car. Fun. Every time I, uh, I take off and stuff, my wife is the worst. She's like, ah, ah. but you keep doing it just to scare. <laughs> yeah, of course, because yeah. my kids are like, mom, you're. You know? Yeah, it's <laughs> great. That's great. Um, all right, Ollie, can you do the trivia music for me? Did it? Did it? It's trivia time, everybody. I did that just so you guys never asked me to do it again. I'm going to keep asking you. Um, There was a small earthquake in Louisiana. What was it caused by? Oh, probably ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) That's one answer. Ali. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Um... What was it caused by? Because they wouldn't normally have In Louisiana? Right? right. So, I don't know. 
exploding whale carcass <laughs> off the coast. <laughs> so far we have ghosts and exploding whales. We're doing pretty good. Mm. It's definitely not something that would usually cause an earthquake. I yeah. tell you that much. But it registered on the seismic registered. <laughs> Somebody okay. drop a hum a Hummer electric truck off of a lift or something? Yeah, Hummer did a jump. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Garth Brooks fans <laughs> dancing and I'm sang out. so hard during the LSU Tiger Stadium concert to the song Colin Baton Rouge, which is the LSU uh, college like fight song. What? 100,000 people in this college football stadium do, do, do. stomping Whoa. on the ground and singing. But they're also in earthquake. Oh. Wow. When the I'm always afraid of like bleachers yeah. breaking. Why the bleachers break? Imagine when you d- design that place, you're thinking, okay, we have to have it be enough to like hold the people sitting. Yeah, and then imagine them jumping up and, and down. And now they're all jumping simultaneously. Like I think even, you know, a suspension bridge for cars, if you had enough people yeah. jumping at the same time. could you, I wonder if you could watch it and see things I like guarantee, sway. Guarantee From it. the outside of you. Guarantee it. Yeah. Sketchy, right? Garth Brooks concert, everybody. Whoa, I'm out. Uh, I only go to um, fuck. I forgot his name. Dude. What's his name when he's not Garth Brooks? Can I just say something? Yeah, I only yeah, go yeah. to those concerts. Yeah. What is his name? I'm, I'm just gonna tee up a teaser for next time for you guys. I can't wait to hear your comments on the new Will I Am Mercedes collaboration. Oh, stop! I'm out. I'm out. Done with you. Dude. Don't even talking bring about that up. music and cars and <laughs> stuff like that. Lady humps. Are we done? Here? Can I go to the That's bathroom it. now? That's it. Yep. Okay. Thanks Bye. for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.